there we go. So the recording has officially started. So let me go ahead and look, this is the first. See, then I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> and then that shit ruined it. You know, we're just going to cut out all of that because of the car. <clears throat> Here we go. So this is literally the first time Adrian's not interrupting me as we do this introduction. <laughs> let me stop. All right, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and talk about sexuality. Of course, I have Adrian on the line today, and I'm so happy to see her. Oh, shit, I even introduced myself. Um, for those who are new to the podcast, I am Vernon Scott. I am the host. Uh, you can also, depending on how you found me, know me as uh, Slater Jackson or Sebastian's Adams. I will get into that some other day. Um, I'm never going to get into it because if you don't know, you're just not going to know. <laughs> you don't need to know. What? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end up talking about it during this episode. I got you. I- I'll let you know. Uh, well, that means everybody else is going to know, too. Oh, well, it's- it is what it is. Just don't search for me if uh, when you find out because <sighs> fuck y'all hoes. Anyways, Adrian. Yeah. How are thou? You know, we're going to do this introduction of your uh, podcast early this time. <laughs> oh. Why? They don't want to hear that I still haven't started it. (laughs) (laughs) But at least so people will be on the lookout for when it does air. Okay. Well, hey, y'all, me again. This is the third time you're hearing me. Buckle up. But my podcast projects that are in development, they're in vivo right now, are uh, one, which is called uh, choosing violence, which is going to be a mental health slash uh, dialogue regarding, you know, how to handle certain situations and, you know, using the tools available at the time. And when, if all those tools fail, what other option we have to choose the violence? Also, I personally believe that there are situations where violence is the best answer. Mm-hmm. So, I will delve into those conversations, which, of course, if you guys love Dr. Jackson, you'll love choosing violence because he will be there popping in time to time to check on you babies, just as I do. (laughs) Um, And then my second podcast, because yes, bitch, I got twins. We are calling that one Homegirls. And it's just basically going to be like a not dialogue because there may be more than two people at a time but a conversation about friendships you know ups and downs what friendship looks like what friendship means you know it's different and respected to every party involved they're like snowflakes every friendship is its own unique entity so we'll talk about that when things go bad when things go good what should a friend do what's a friend's place etc and you guessed it dr jackson will be popping in at that one too so (laughs) <laughs> a lot of treats come in they still cooking though <laughs> and i cannot wait to be on all of those both of them to you know cause a ruckus and cause a mess and just you know show the fuck out because and interrupt my intro 
<laughs> oh, you're right. I did. I'm so sorry. Excuse no, me. No, I'm saying I'm back over you, here. Oh, you have I'm to get in my corner. I am getting no. in my corner. Do I'm what you need to do. Get do your it. intro, bitch. Get your no, intro. I'm joking. No, no, I need you to reciprocate me fucking up your intros. <laughs> it's all about symmetry. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You know, as soon as the recording starts, just start. <laughs> Let me stop. Oh, that is so ugly. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Man, I don't know why my body like to act up. <laughs> so today's episode is a treat for myself as well as for Adrian because today we are talking about that kinky shit. So go ahead, get you a feather if you into feather play. Get the nipple clamps on if you're into nipple. You know what? I think I do have some nipple clamps. I don't wear them because my nipples are simple, uh, like very sensitive. But I think I do have some nipple clamps. Oh, I got my massage oil. Get you some massage oil if you need some to lube your body up or whatever the fuck you need to do. Because this is going to be a very, very kinky and loving conversation about kinks. So, um, you know, I think I have a whip around. Uh, uh, not, let me get out of what the fuck is in my apartment right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd expect nothing less from Slater Jackson. <laughs> you know, so Adrian. So I remember when we were drafting up this episode to talk about kinks, how you had your fears and your concerns about kinks. And I know I helped you out a little bit on that. And I do want to bring some of that discussion back up. But prior to our conversation, can you at least tell the audience what was some of the negative things that you had surrounding kinks? Um, So essentially like, I thought that kinks were inherently bad or like negative in in general um, because it's like something that is out of the accepted norms, you know? So like, what are the accepted norms? Technically, heterosexual sex is an accepted norm. We all expect dicks to go in pussies and, you know, repeat that process until liquids release. That is pretty much everyone's accepted norm but then ergo homosexuals deviate from that norm we're becoming more mainstream as the years go on but you know before there was a very interesting time not too long ago that we were very taboo um subjects so it it could be i wouldn't say homosexuality is a kink but it is something that deviates and so that's kind of how I formulated my definition of what kinkiness is. And I always had a negative connotation to it. So like someone would say, oh, are you, you're kinky. And I'd be like, no, no, fuck, I'm not, you weird bitch. Like, don't, don't come for me. But that's not like an insult. So as I aged and continued my sexual journeys, I learned that I do have like some mild kinks because apparently I'm vanilla as fuck, but vanilla goes with everything. So you hoes better be grateful for vanilla. But um, <laughs> yeah, I got some kinks and I'm kind of proud of them. And I don't know, like, I don't view it as negatively anymore because I did speak with Dr. Jackson and he took all the scares away. But I'm, I still don't have like a complete definition or understanding of this world like it's dark it's taboo it's dangerous it's fucking gross at times like i'm still trying to figure it out oh 
Well, I, 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 I am just excited that I was able to bring her to the light, people, because there is a lot of misconceptions when it comes to King. And like she said, there's nothing wrong with being vanilla. There's a lot of vanilla people out here. And vanilla's great. Like she said, it goes with everything. It, it literally does go with everything. Um, most definitely when you are within the kink realm. Now, just to go back to our conversation so everyone will understand how we got to this point, uh, one of the things that I asked for Adrienne to do is take the BDSM test. And she was like, what the fuck is that? Why would I do that? And all this other shit. Uh, I was like, why would you ask me to t- uh, take anything that deals with BDSM? That's that bonded shit. And I'm like, look, I had to break it down to her that um, BDSM is like the ultimate form of consent that you really cannot do anything that is outside of the comfort zone of that individual who is the submissive if uh, when it does come to um master sub kind of situations and things like that but you have to know a person's hard stops their soft stops and their full-on goals before you even engage in those situations so it's not what most people see on TV where you get a whip and you just start hitting somebody and just making them bleed, hurt them and all that other stuff without them being comfortable with that. If if that is someone's kink in itself, like that they do want to bleed in that kind of manner, then they have consented to that fully, that they are okay with being abused in that way and when I say abused I'm not saying that in like a negative light this is a positive form of abuse like if you like spankings that's a part of uh, kinks so uh, a lot of us we practice those within our sex lives and we don't even realize it at one point oral sex was uh, considered a kink um, and this is off topic but Loki I really do because when you brought up homosexuality uh, I started to think, and I was like, you know what? Homosexuality has become a fetish for some people in mm-hmm. the sense that they just like to watch gay porn. They're not mm-hmm. gay in any way. They just enjoy watching that kind of engagement. And that is perfectly fine. And it's actually very normal. There's a lot of women who enjoys watching two men having sex. Same way there's guys who like watching two women having sex. And there's guys who are heterosexual who like watching two guys having sex. It's sexuality is very 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 diverse people so um adrian did take the uh, the questionnaire the bdsm test and we just going to go down her results the thing that really shocked me is what she's 100 on which is <laughs> she is a whole ass switch out on this bitch which is understandable based off of who she is she can be dominant she can be submissive and that's exactly what that means The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. 
Subscribe today and join the conversation. be dominant she can be submissive and that's exactly what that means how you feel yeah. i like it it tracks <laughs> he said it tracks <laughs> yep. so like if this when it comes to just even within your sexual um expression that can come from like even with our previous episode when you were talking about sometimes you would be like but need to bring that dick here that is you expressing yourself in a dominant way or if on the reverse she tells you bring me my dick bring me my, my pussy uh, that is you. that is being the submissive in that uh in that um uh, aspect so you you've you had these things with you just didn't have a term to identify it um Huh? I said I did not. <laughs> I thought I was a weirdo. <laughs> no, no, you're perfectly normal. So the second one, just let y'all know, this third one, we're going into some shit. But the second one is where we have vanilla, where your results came up as you are <laughs> the motherfucking father. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> 94% vanilla. So that just means you like the standard stuff. Um, vanilla is penetration sex, penetrative sex. That is oral as well. That is what most people do on a regular basis. That's what most people do in a casual hookup. That is what mm. vanilla is. Um, some people want to just single it out as just doing missionary, but it's not. That's doggy style um, because that is so so much of a, norm, a normalized position now. So mm-hmm. that is what's coming on as vanilla. Um, getting your ass ate is um, considered vanilla, depending on what circles you're in. Uh, <laughs> that face. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about it. Um, I'm not eating no ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. <laughs> then even eating pussy is uh, vanilla. Um, sucking dick is vanilla. I'll um, lick it. Uh, <laughs> I said, I'll lick it. I don't suck dick. <laughs> dick sickles. Lick, lick, lick. That reminds me of the lollipops that they be selling in some sex stores. Okay. Are they dick? Uh, Are they dicks? Yes. Then I won't be eating them. <laughs> they look delicious. I ain't going to suck on it, but you. <laughs> <laughs> You might as well get you one. It might taste like vanilla. Ew. <laughs> and I, 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 I will argue that anal sex is vanilla, but that is dependent upon the circle that you're in. Because um, okay. when you think about um, gay circles, then yeah. that's very vanilla. But in heterosexual uh, encounters, it is you tough, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's kinky, it's real kinky. Yeah. So the thing here's the third one, y'all. The third one, which is 92%, which is high, bitches over here passing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. is is experimentalist. So before I go into it, what do you think that means? Um, I'm gonna say I like to, I guess figure out what makes me come like 
whatever, try anything that's going to get me to the end zone. Loki, that's essentially what it is. It's just like being willing to and open to experimenting with other things, which is mm-hmm. why it's very funny to me that that is literally what's after your vanilla. So <laughs> the, I, what I will say looking at your results is that you're very high on vanilla because you haven't explored enough, but you are so open to explore enough that you scored high enough that it's like right there. Mm-hmm. So what is some things that you feel as though if no one was here to judge you that you will actually explore? Um, I have not had penetrative sex with a gay man as a top. Like, I would love to try that. Like, top a gay boy. I want to. And then, um, uh, um, I do want to get into like a little more physical slash restraint type shit, but I know like the only person I would do that with is Benita because like I trust her, mm-hmm. fully, especially with my body. So I know she wouldn't hurt me, and I'm super attracted to and very aroused by her. So like the best result is gonna come from her. Um, and what else? Um, I like. Well, no, I've already done that. I get that's it. That's all I got. What was that? What what is that? That what you what you was about to say? (laughs) I I was saying like I like getting like I wouldn't mind being tied up and like her ride my face, but I did that. (laughs) Uh, ma'am, how you score twenty (laughs) seven on as a fucking rigger? I don't know. You're the one who did the shit. You know, that's what that is. They were asking, was like, do you want to be completely tied up where you can't escape? No, bitch, I don't want that. No, I want to clearly be able to be like, oh, undo this one and I'm free. Cool. Thank you. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. So what you're saying is that you still want to have that sense of control within the um within that that realm or knowing of the fact that you still have an easy escape. Yeah. So we're going to, one, that is rigging. That is uh, under the category of rigor, which is great that you've experimented with that. So that's something that you may like. I will actually ask for you to like, this is me going to my coach side. Oh my Lord. To um, try to do a little bit more of that to see how you can come out more. Because what I've had this conversation with a, a lot of people who think that they're dominant. And who think that they're they're the uh, aggressor or very aggressive, and they're the alpha guy or alpha female and whatnot. And a lot of that comes from um, not having, um, not losing control. They have a sense of I cannot lose control, therefore I have to control everything. So I'm a dominant personality. So one of the things that I learned with me being a switch is. In order to be a proper dominant person, you also have to know how to be a submissive. You know, have to know how to allow someone else to be in control because if you're going to be in BDSM and be a dom to someone, you have to understand the role that the submissive plays to know that in all actuality, well, this is my perspective. Uh, some may agree, some may not. But um, those who are the submissive are the ones who are truly in control of the scene. Mm. because it is up to the dom to do the wishes 
uh, well, to behave according to the subs' wishes uh, to what they consented to. So they're not truly in control, but they're just the ones who are enforcing that control. Mm, okay. So this is why I would recommend at least seeing what it's like to be fully restrained, where you <laughs> don't have that control, uh, and try blindfolded and see how that works out. Ooh, okay. Blind. Because <laughs> that, that um, and just in case, if you do get uncomfortable, do y'all have a safe word? Uh, I want to say yes, but we keep forgetting it. So kind of no. <laughs> oh um, make it something that you know that is not going to come up, but it's something easy to remember. I know like for myself and my ex, our safe word was fire. So, like, there's no no fires burning or anything like that. And, you know, motherfuckers out here, fire, fire, fire. Oh, shit. What the hell? Let's stop. What's going on? Right. That, that was a control word in a sense. But y'all need to find something that um, that you can easily remember that you can, uh, that's not sexual in any way. That way, when you are do feel overwhelmed, most definitely if it comes to your own feelings and sense of control, that you can just go ahead and say that and be like, okay, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Let me ease myself into that. Um, You can even start off with one wrap around the wrist, two wrap around the wrist, and then the other uh, other hand and just keep going down and just, you know, get yourself wrapped all the way up. But think about it. (laughs) Will do. (laughs) Any questions, any comments, any, what's on your mind? Um, so I did see, um, in my results where I'm pulling it up. Um, I noticed that like, right. So my next highest one was Boyer, uh-huh. uh, which in porn, I know that's people that like do shit outside or like, you know, where you can be seen. And I, noticed those questions and i was like i mean yeah i went in my i I have fucked in so many places that you probably shouldn't fuck but like i've never had sex where a person is like legit watching like i'm fucking to show them like put on a show for them i've never gotten to do that i would do it Mm-hmm. If the opportunity presented itself, I will also watch. Like, I love the idea of watching. Like, all right, y'all getting it in. Let me just slip this hand right up in here and watch what you do. Like, I'm very much into that, but not yeah. like a crazy way. Consensual watching. <laughs> so the, the crazy thing about that is you were close, but not all the way on point with that. So the um, what you described at first, you know, with people who are standing on the outside looking at you having sex, uh, a lot of people think of that as being voyeurism, but it's actually exhibitionism. That is going out to parks having sex, going out to a forest having sex. It's the idea that at any time I might get caught, even if it's a plan, oh, we're about to get caught kind of situation and then that person who caught y'all joins in in, in the fun that's all uh-huh. within exhibitionism now uh voyeur um voyeurism is more of you the individual is the one that's doing the watching but you do not engage in, in it so uh-huh. you are off to the um back in the corner somewhere not really in the corner you can be like at the base <laughs> of the so bed crazy. you can be I'm- standing right above them whatever the case may be 
you but you're actually watching them engage in the uh the sexual act so you're getting pleasure from watching it's kind of like everybody who watches porn um, yeah. in a way. <laughs> love, that shit. love that shit so um so it's funny that you did score high on that and with that because you mentioned you know kind of after you watch wanting to get into that literally the thing up under that is non-monogamous and that's a lot of people who do enjoy uh, swing swingers um people who enjoy threesomes or even trading partner well that's still swingers um group play orgies things like that um some people think that a person who's non-monogamous automatically means that they're going to cheat that or that they want an open relationship it's not always the case um that can just be every now and again i do want to bring a third into the room um and that third needs to know that this is not going to be any kind of romantic kind of situation we you know why you're here we know why you're here and it is what it is and we're going to enjoy each other's time so knowing that definition or just that explanation how do you feel about your score for non-monogamous oh yeah that's spot on um i will say babe and i have talked over the idea of having a third at um introducing that just to you know see it was it was supposed to be a male because you know we both like penetration and it's been quite some time since we've had actual dick like i know obama was still president when i got my back broke for the last time so you know it's been a minute it's been a minute (laughs) um but (laughs) with your two presidents (laughs) we goddamn i didn't get no dick during trump that's how you know he was evil anyway (laughs) uh (laughs) that was a coochie era (laughs) i felt like I felt like men needed that. Y'all needed not to get Adrian. That was no, no. <laughs> I'm so done. Uh, I'm talking shit, but yeah, I, we actually went it so far as to begin that process, and we fucked up because we used a person we knew, um, mm. who we didn't know had all kinds of fucking hangups and and ulterior motives. Uh, for being that third person so that was not a good idea put a bad taste in both of our mouths so the door is somewhat closed on that um we want to kind of focus on reconnecting and rebuilding and repairing the damage from that situation before we you know look into introducing that third person but we have decided that if we do in near future introduce a third it would be a woman because niggas ain't got sense (laughs) In the sick of it. Oh, that's true. Look, men, 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 please do better. You're missing out opportunities. And it's crazy. There's so many dudes out here who would love to have sex with multiple women. But I I just want to be clear uh, with this statement. If you don't have threesome dick, if you don't have threesome stamina, do not engage in a threesome. If If you are not ready for that, do not disappoint those individuals. And when I say threesome dick and threesome stamina, that means you are have to be willing to please the women in the room or even... Only. 
fully. That means be willing to please them with your hands, please them with the toy, please them with your mouth, please them with your dick, and make sure that you have enough energy within yourself that everybody is fulfilled and pleased because the act of a threesome is about full-on pleasure for everyone. Yes. Not just you. It's great that you want your desires fulfilled. Like, look, I I understand people who have ride or die die partners who like they're open to doing a threesome and all the other stuff. Just know that you're, if you do find someone to be that third, that third needs to get the pleasure first. Well, not first. First, they need to understand that you two like each other, that you two are really engaged and very, very have have some kind of sexual chemistry because people pick up on that. Um, And that might really dissuade the mood. So it's it's a lot of stuff that goes into having a threesome with other people. And then after that, if you want to branch off, then, you know, do what you need to do. But make sure you come in there with the right energy first. So I have like a weird kind of predicament because in my mind, I feel like I'm open to, see, this might be the switch in me. I'm open to multiple partners. However, I know in my head, I am very possessive. I don't like what's mine to be just out there doing whatever, whatever. And so that's such a fucking double standard. Like literally my ideal multi-party relationship would literally be a triangle as me as the center so male female me and my male and my female fuck with each other and me i fuck with them they fuck with me we fuck each other and then you know they might do some shit i might not even be in the mood tonight you know Mm -hmm. and it's like i want that but i know that would be in possibly very difficult to achieve you'd have to have all the right people and then I also just as I am very possessive I am insecure so like if they get a little too close and start having a little too you know intense sex and then I'm fucking them and I ain't I ain't hearing the noises I heard you make with her then I'm gonna feel away and I'm be like bitch let's fight because what the fuck <laughs> so uh, I'm crazy I, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't spread this around I just Benita God charged her to carry this burden. And I can just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm so dope with you. But I am 100% with you. That is low-key my kind of ideal relationship too. Because I do want to be in low-key a throuple. Um, like on our last episode when I was like, I have a huge thing for trans women. When I say I want a baby daddy, I mean I want me a fucking baby daddy. Come on. Scoop a nigga up. I'm ready. Um, but it's like... I am open to having a throuple, but, you know, I'm a little bit uh, on the secure side of things, (laughs) so I'm just going to be like, look, if y'all fucking, y'all are fucking, I will be a voyeur today, (laughs) but this weekend, that's when the hoe comes out. Ever since high school, I used to tell people I'm a hoe on the weekends, and I've been, that's been true ever since. Listen, (laughs) pull the fuck up, we we getting this in, and it's going to be pleasurable, Lord. Yes. Now, now you got me fantasizing about future uh, partners. Now, um, I was thinking about something before I got to my future baby daddy. Um, damn, I'm stumped. I'm stumped, Adrian. I'm stumped. No, no. Let it go. It else it's, it's gone. Let it go. Let it go. Right this bitch is nothing but a hoe. Talking about me. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It was something dealing with kinks and whatnot. I, I know it wasn't threesomes related. <sighs> mm. I mean, have, I mean, have you had threesomes before? Um, no, I have almost had one. Uh, but then parties involved got cold feet and it didn't oh. go through. Oh, that one. Okay. Um, and then uh, with me and Benita, it was, oh, that is the thing. Put a pin in that. Pop. Uh, <laughs> I have noticed a trend. So ever since Benita, Benita and I have been, you know, in dealing with each other and whatever. Because even, I'd be real, shy. Even when we was broke up, we was still fucking like, fucking <laughs> 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 maybe a week. And then it was like, I don't like you and I don't like you, but like, your ass was fat today, so what's up? <laughs> like, and then, um, yeah, we still kicking it, and you know, we fucked our way back to each other. It was cool, but a oh. thing that we have kind of gotten annoyed with, um, is that like probably out of all of our mutual friends, everybody but like maybe two parties have expressed interest in one and or both of us, <laughs> and like. I guess, like, I remember me and Benita were sitting in bed talking about the recent one, and she was like, I'm sick of our friends trying to fuck us. And I'm just like, bruh, same. Like, what is that? Why? Why? And so the uh, one of them people that expressed that, I was like, why? Why do you want to fuck us? Is it, like, what is it? And they explained to me, it's just like, you and Benita have such a vibrant, present, apparent sexual desire and energy for each other that it's kind of like inviting and enticing to outside parties so basically they see us loving each other and they're like damn the motherfuckers really fucking like each other shit i wonder if they like me like i want to feel that i want that to be focused on me and i was like so y'all like us because we like each other (laughs) (laughs) who else get turned on that we love each other and are turned on and flirt and do everything with each other. That's the sexy part. Like, who hurt y'all? <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. Like, I love, I love that for y'all in a sense we don't, that we don't like it. <laughs> no, I love it because it shows that y'all do like on a public spectrum, it shows that y'all love each other that much. But I don't like the fact that, yeah, they this is this has to be coming from a place of hurt because like, bam. <laughs> Did you not ever like somebody that you were with? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, at least for a, a month or so like did y'all like what what were your previous relationships like did y'all just start off toxic and thought that okay it's going to stay toxic for a while maybe it's going to heal and then let's go ahead and break that up like what the fuck what is your dating i need bring them on tell them that they can reach out to me through slater's playhouse i will offer them some coaching sessions because i just want to know their stories to be honest this is not really going to be about coaching i just want them to be there what the fuck happened? <laughs> Bruh, I don't I don't even know. Like, like, ooh, which reminds me. Um, so damn, am I taking over the podcast? Let me stop. No, you What's the next topic, doctor? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so I did notice like in the BDSM test, there was a, a, a category called age play. So it's like you have like the parent and a child, or you have like um like an older person who's not actually that age 
you know, playing older and their partner playing, you know, old with them or old and young or whatever. And like, I was recently in a <laughs> non-consensual age play situation, if we're going to just put it like that. Um, uh, Vernon, this is about old girl. You oh, remember? Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a way, uh, she basically had me and my partner be her surrogate parents like just I'm talking about behave just like a like from at certain times maybe a a seven-year-old and then like before recently more like a a bratty ass teenager like I somehow became like her father or grandfather because my energy just comes across that way when it's paired with Benita's Benita's very nurturing very loving very maternal and I am actually not like I do love and I can nurture, but it doesn't come across as like feminine. It's very when you are loved by me, you feel like you love by your father or your uncle or your grandpa. Like my goddaughter calls me Uncle Dre. Like I am in no way, shape or form a dude, but <laughs> that's just what she feels like my uh, Benita's nieces and nephews. Some of them call me Uncle Like <laughs> some of them call me Adrian, like they it's that fatherly love i guess the love i give is paternal it's just that's how it comes across i notice a lot of enjoy me often do not have great relationships with their father so in a way i say it's non-consensual because she was regressing like when me and benita would argue it would trigger her because she remembered her parents arguing and because she has given us disposition in her head you know, it makes her feel those feelings she felt as a child. And it's like, one, I did not consent to that. Two, mind your business. And three, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I don't think I would be into age play, but I've I've done it, not intentionally, apparently. <laughs> it sounds like you did. Like, mm. yeah. first and foremost, old girl definitely needs to go to therapy. Mm. therapy changes lives it makes you better it makes you a little bit more fulfilled in your life girl please go to therapy uh i know you i know you know that we're talking about you (laughs) go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) but like that is that is a like the way that you explained that is a great way to even segue into what age play is because when those who are participating in age play they do regress to a certain age that they're comfortable with and mm-hmm. on top of that you you have that individual who provides a role as a caregiver i know some mm-hmm. people may think like okay is that just a legal way to be a pedophile no it's not is there some kind of sexual age play yes there's a lot of sexual stuff that goes into a lot of things you can have there's food you can include food and sex so come on there's a lot of sexual things you can do in this world are you saying i could get like a two-piece dark from popeyes and that be part of foreplay because yep i'm kind of into that <laughs> it, it surely is it's a part of it's a part of foreplay <laughs> do what you need to do to get your um get some socks knocked uh well get some boots knocked um now um there within age play yeah you have the caregivers and whatnot and yeah, your age play score was like 0%. And it's, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned brat because your brat, because this this pretty much is a reflection of you, this one. Um, your brat was a 0%. Your 
which means you're not the bratty type. But the funniest thing is that your brat tamer is 18%, which <laughs> literally is literally means that old girl was fucking around with the wrong ones. <laughs> if if her, if her like from what I've heard about her, uh, and if she were to take this, she probably would score very high on brat, which is perfectly fine. Uh, I have friends who are um, bratty. Um, but you also need to find somebody who scores high on Brat Tamer if you're going to find somebody who's going to want to put up with your energy because a brat needs somebody to put them in their place in a very healthy way. Mm. And they also need someone who can do that in a way that it doesn't trigger them. So it's like, sis, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> take the test and continue to ask your future partners to take the test too so you can know exactly who fits for you go to therapy get the healing that you need and grow because you're a very beautiful young lady uh even though i'm quite sure we're about the same age but you're still young out here in these streets you're very beautiful i'm quite sure you're intelligent but there's some healing that you need to do and you should go through that path it's going to be hurtful it's going to like shake you up a little bit but it's worth it in the end for sure ain't it so um Outside of that little disclaimer, anything else that you would like to talk about on your on the list? I'm still shocked that you score low on exhibition. It seems how you've had multiple encounters outside. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the way they asked the questions to me. Like it was very <laughs> like you see all the red ones. I'm zero, zero, zero. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm not into it. But oh, one red one that like kind of made me a little why like like what was like um uh my primal score um it gave like primal prey oh no okay i see why that's that because i'm i'm a primal hunter that mm-hmm. makes sense because i love the chase like i don't like um when i'm with someone i don't like you to give it to me easily like I don't, it, it's complicated. Like my favorite part, like I said in our previous episode, I love falling in love and I love all the first and the new and the chase and the hunt. That's my shit. I love, you know, talking to you and listening to you, getting to know you and then popping up a couple of days later with something that you told me to let you know this nigga was listening to me and this nigga care enough about me to stop his day to come make me smile. Like, I love that moment. I can remember that moment for every relationship I've ever had um, because it's just like, it's like a trophy basically to mm-hmm. my hunter side. It's like you gotcha. And then, and then there's like, you know, if we look at my past relationships as I guess catches, like you can see, like I told you, there's no pattern. They're all just like their own thing. And there's some females that I've gotten that I'm just like, yo, I don't even know how I did that. No fucking idea. Like, Yo, guess is as good as mine, my nigga. Like, it was. <laughs> but then there's others that I was just like, oh yeah, I wanted her and I got her. Like I, I just looked and saw her as she came in the room and it's like, yeah, I got to have that. I'm gonna get it too, consensually, consensually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very like, I definitely identify as a hunter because one, I think people are mysteries, and two, I like to unravel and solve those mysteries or put the pieces together to see what the bigger picture is. 
That's just something I enjoy doing. And there's a lot of psychology in hunting in general. Mm -hmm. You have to know how to think like your prey. And then you also have to know how to think like your prey while still obtaining your objective as the hunter. So it's it's a fun little like way that I am, I suppose. Girl, do do I have permission to be Coach Fern for a second? Go off. <laughs> so this this is this is uh sex related but um so i am a fan of role play and oh my gosh i i want to find a partner that i can in, enjoy role play with um mm-hmm. and i mean like we have a full-on script and everything kind of role play shit but um while you were talking about that uh saying how you enjoy um the hunter side of things uh and how you uh, that's like your trophies and i was thinking you know there's a way for you to continue to do that within the relationship on an ongoing basis um, so that you can collect multiple trophies with Benita. Uh, and it's just like, this was the conquest that happened on that day. Uh, this mm. is the conquest that happened on that, you know, making very uh, significant landmarks within y'all's relationship. I'm sorry, you know, this, this is me. <laughs> I'm yeah. fucking down. I, I didn't even like think about that, but like, I do kind of try to do not so much hunt her, but mm. like more so um, try to like get to know something new about her mm-hmm. every day. And then like I, she always will tell me like I, I, she loves that I flirt with her. Like we haven't been together for three years. Like if she's looking good, I'm trying to walk up to her. I'm trying to be like, what you, what you on tonight, shorty? Where you going? You got a man? What you up to? And we all know it's me. Like hello, but like she'll 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 play with me back and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, my boyfriend come to get me. No, like I can't. Oh, what you can't have friends, mommy? That's what you can't have. And you know, it's just a whole little like dialogue. Like she'll tell you, like we we gotta have a, a episode where Benita is also on. Like if you ever do yes. like a couple episode we can we're down because we just let me know when i would love like, to do it but nita is very like like i said she just she fits me like that i've never encountered a being that just felt like the rest of me so like that you'll see several times like if you just are around us we're in Walmart, you know, we may separate to go, you know, get different items and I'll be like looking at something and should just, someone will caress my ass cheeks and I'll be flipping around like, who the fuck finna die today? Like, <laughs> and it's Benita and she's just like, hey, hi, love. And I'm like, bitch, you almost died. <laughs> you finna fucking touch my ass. I almost put you in the dirt today. <laughs> but... <laughs> Don't touch a nigga's butt. <laughs> it's like, you know, so it's sometimes it's like super playful and funny. And then there's other times where like, you know, she'll, you know, be, we'll be somewhere and we'll like kind of make con- eye contact across the room and like everyone just disappears. And like the people who are actually in the room are just like, not these niggas really act fucking themselves in front of us. Like, Get and a this, room, y'all. Get a is, room. This is what everybody's talking about. <laughs> they love your love so much they try to get a part of it. <laughs> I don't. I. It is an annoying compliment to my. <laughs> like I appreciate it, but mm-hmm. also stop. Fucking stop. <laughs> don't like. Me. You're just horny. Stop it. <laughs> 
So have y'all ever tried to do some kind of public play in what, not, not outside of what y'all already done, but like role play kind of public play, as in y'all have a weekend for yourselves, you get a, a hotel room or something like that, and you just randomly meet her, a stranger yeah. at the hotel, and you just interested in taking her back to your room, and you're just trying to convince her and just woo her over in order for you to ravish her. Yes, that's actually on the list. Like, uh, we're going to... So, it's funny that, like, we're finally doing this episode because, like I told you, um, I've been kind of, like, hinting at it to Benita. And so, like, literally yesterday, I was like, babe, when are you going to be my dom? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she was just like... she Like, I wish y'all could have seen her face. Like, the amount of intrigue and, like, pleasure and satisfaction. Like, yeah... I got you right where I want you. Like it was fucking hot because I was like, I want you to be my dom. And like, when you gonna be my dom, babe? Dom me up. And she's just like, Oh, is that what you want? And I'm just like, Yeah. But my brain doesn't realize she's doing it right there. She's taking control of the situation. I want her, and she is not giving me what I want until she says so. And I'm just like, Damn, bitch, you got me. I'm all you. <laughs> command me baby what you want I I, I live to serve you I want to please you I want to please you baby <laughs> oh yeah you better it's the cabaret better. mama give that give that sub girl give that sub yes like, that's the funny part like I only want to submit to her like I we have gotten to the point in our relationship where like I told you, I feel 100% safe with her in the bedroom. So it's like I'm able to now finally dip my toe in these different realms because I have my safety, like my I have my lifeline. I know B is not going to let nothing happen to me. B is going to listen to me. B is in tune with me. So, like, of course, I want B to take control of me, if that makes sense. Any other motherfucker will die at the first attempt. But her, <laughs> I lay down. And Benita kind of describes it as like, I'm this wild, like, lion or tiger, and I'm just roaring. Like, I, people will ask us, like, what our dynamic is. And I'll be like, you know, I'm I'm the male lion. I'm the one with the mane. I'm out here, ah, bitch. Right? But, like, Benita's the female lion. But when you, when you look at lions and how they interact, you can be scared of the big, the man, but the woman is the one that really will fuck you up, especially if her cubs are involved. So, like, I, I roar, ah, but Benita hurt you. Like, he'll hurt you. Like, she could, she can hurt you worse than I ever could with not even touching you. Like, it's, I've seen her break full ass niggas down to nothing. And I'm just like, ooh, girl, you say that to me, we fighting. <laughs> oh, hell. I'm going to lay your ass out or die trying. Like, we just kind of work as that type of team. Like, I'm the loud, bang, boom, confrontation, fire in your face. That's me. But Benita is just lethal. She's just precise. She's a hitman, and I'm the weapon. Mm, I love that. Oof. On that note, that is the end of the show. Not really the end, but that's the end of that section of the show because that's how you fucking end shit and i love that <laughs> so today we're we're not even going to do a never have i ever uh, because you know i'm just gonna put it out there for a while however i want to do some would you rather just just one of those and then two little sex questions all right 
So would you rather watch your partner have a hot and heavy makeout session with someone you don't know or listen, listen to them have loud, wild sex behind closed doors with someone you do know? I don't like either of those. <laughs> um, but I guess I would feel best if it was a passionate makeout session with someone I don't know. Because one, kissing is like handshakes. Like we've kissed so many lips in, up until this point. So, you know, I don't really trip on kissing. You feel me? Like, uh, but like listening to Benita get her back broke and I'm not in the room. I'm outside the door. I can't see shit. Oh, hell no. No, 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 hell no. As soon as she bust that nut, I'm gonna bust her ass. Like, it's domestic violence is not okay. This is a proverbial bust her ass, but it could turn physical. It just depends on what the moans were. Because if, like, it could be a nigga, like, she haven't, he might think he giving her wild sex, you know, but she's just like, oh, yes that's it like that i know for fact she ain't enjoying herself but like if i hear you know the moans of pleasure that i'm used to hearing or better oh i'm i'm breaking down the door and i'm me old boy in the fight pop your dick out sir it's time to put the fuck up yes you and me shut the fuck up b because because you had plenty to say before i was in his room <laughs> so yeah that uh, <laughs> I'm with you on that. I will rather just have hot steamy makeout session with a stranger than having some wild, pleasurable, and amazing sex with somebody I know. Because I would, if that's going to be a thing, I do want to be in the room just to be like, okay, uh, okay, I'm seeing what's going on. I, I mm. will accept that as long as I'm in the fucking room. Yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, I'm just gonna be like, um, are y'all are y'all done yet? Are you are you because if it gets to a point where they have my partner do the um uh, the moans where you're uh when you're not breathing, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that good that you you <laughs> that shit happens? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's getting kicked through the fucking window, and I know it's not gonna be my, my partner, so <laughs> Play, play around, fuck around with those fuck arounds and you will get fucked up. That's all I know. Uh, so I, I am with you on that one. <laughs> now for the sex question. How do you feel about PDA? Love it, hate it, why? So I enjoy PDA. Um, I like to one, set the message that this is me, this is mine. Don't look over here because there will be a problem. Um, also, I love my partner so much and I want um I want her to be validated by my love because I know in in her past like she's been with people that you know loved her in secret or you know were not open with their sexuality and you know being loved out loud is big for her so I'm all over PDA I live for it um I'm always holding her hand grabbing her ass smacking her ass kissing her cheek nibbling on her neck you know whispering in her ear like I'm that nigga like I'm, I'm all over my baby like motherfuckers will tell me like I don't even like hanging out with you when you with Benita because y'all don't pay attention to shit else but her like Benita move you move Benita look you look like Benita say something huh what shut up what what was that babe like your focus is 100% on her and I'm like oh well yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry if that sucks for you uh I am free to hang out with you and only you 
on these days. <laughs> so I'm big on PDA. Um, Bonita is kind of, it just, it's not, it's, it's, it's basically on her mood. If she's feeling very romantic or amorous or just overjoyed with emotion towards me in a good way, she'll be all over me, you know, but if she's having a, an annoying day or there was, you know, a monkey wrench or something didn't go how it should, or there was an unexpected, you know, emergency, then not so much, you know, um, she's not, she doesn't want to receive it or really give it in those times. Um, but, uh, one hang up that I, that we both have is we don't like to display PDA in front of children, like just mm-hmm. in general, um, not because we're gay, but just because, our society is already over-sexualized and I don't, neither of us want to be the, um, the one to take the innocence away from a child. You know, I want children to be in that childlike state for as long as is their natural time. You know, I had to grow up fast. She had to grow up fast. We don't want that for our children. You know, we want them to be kids as long as they can be kids. Um, so yeah, PDA in front of kids, not so much. Um, she she finally is loosening up with like her nieces and nephews because she has like nine and they're like st- stair steps. The oldest is 16. I think the youngest, the twins, they're 10 or 11. So there's like a whole bunch of kids that we are around. And basically they know, they understand what it is. Like they know their auntie's gay. They know I'm female. They know that I'm masculine presenting. They know I use, they know my pronouns. They know, you know, they can come to me for, you know, anything. And I got them, you know, type shit. So we will do PDA in front of them, but not like drastically. Like it might be like a pet, you know, quick kiss, a hug, you know, nothing, nothing more than PG-13 type shit um definitely not in front of her mom she's still not okay with that shit like <laughs> i'll be smacking her ass she's like stop it my mama is right there dre don't play with me. like i just be like what <laughs> oh you don't smack your ass because your mama here thanks <laughs> <ass> too <laughs> I'm just kidding mama don't listen to this uh <laughs> i told you i have a very attractive mother-in-law like i know it may sound wrong and i mean it as complimentary as possible but when they tell you if you want to know what your wife gonna look like when she oh look at her mama i'm blessed <laughs> i'm blessed okay i'm happy still <laughs> so you know god is good <laughs> amen to that and ain't letting it go i know for myself i'm not i'm kind of like bonita i can do it every now and again but i have to be in the right mood for it like mm-hmm. you can't just come up to me, put my put your arms around my waist and think that I'm going to be okay with it because you know if I'm not in a good mood, I might accidentally snap and be like, "Who the fuck are you?" And then you know come back to like, oh, "Okay, it, it, that's Bay, that's Bay." Oh my lord, some mamas got shot <laughs> with, a, with a gun I don't own, <laughs> but like I don't know, I I really just have to be in the mood for it um like pecks on the cheek kissing a little bit make out I'm, I'm always open for that like you go ahead kiss me but like low-key i'm, I'm kind of into public groping I, <laughs> of course <laughs> when there's not anyone around like um you know because 
I'm with y'all on the not no PDA around kids because the innocence is important. But like if I'm at like um a beach and there's like no, nothing but adults around, I probably might grab a titty or <laughs> some shit like that. But you know, nothing too too aggressive though. But that's yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so the next question I have for you. Do you think there's a difference between love, romance, and sex? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I think there's a difference between three, and I think they are um, interconnected as well. Like, but, but also, you know, mutually exclusive at the same time. So, for instance, to me, my definition of love is um, a strong feeling that you feel for an individual with which you share a connection so that applies that's a broad definition you know that could be a friend that could be a co-worker that could be your boss it could be a pastor it could be you know the mailman you can have that with there is no stipulation on who or how you can love it's available to all parties right and then to me romance is something that can build off of love but love is not required to have romance mm. like for instance you and i vernon i don't know if the viewers pick up on this but we have a little chemistry if the right circumstances presented themselves we could get into some trouble yeah. that's just i'm not harassing you i'm not saying i'm trying to get you all excited but i'm saying you know should I find myself a widow and you want to know what this mouth do? I can't say I'm going to say no. <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say you that I'm not, you, I, oh, I, oh, I was not looking. And not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was circling my nip, nipples, y'all. <laughs> not, I see, and I thought that was going to be our little secret, but you just had to no. tell them. <laughs> going on <laughs> all right exhibitionist i got you uh, see i'm learning that i'm learning <laughs> um but yeah like dead ass i'm a widow bonita is with our, our lord and savior and i'm just trying to feel alive again i can't say if you call me say adrian what's up for lunch that i'm not gonna break out you know the calvin klein black you know, have a little outfit that's giving you Zaddy and Mommy, you know? Maybe have the retwist all fresh with the lineup and give you intense eye contact throughout the meal. I can't say I'm not going to do it. And see where I can't say that, right? <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's there. Like, you and I, we could have romance. We could be in a romantic situation or have a romantic encounter because we, one, are friends, and two... Like, just physically off rip, we have, well, I, I can't speak for you, but for me, we have an attraction or chemistry. So I would say I agree. Like, love is love is a, an intense feeling you feel for someone you share a connection with. I would say romance is the ability to have a different kind of experience that could become sexual in nature at a point. But that's not the goal of that point so like friends can have romance right but also tender fucks can have romance mm. right or you know a couple married for 80 years could have romance it's there is no in it's it's present in all of these and it does it can go hand in hand but doesn't have to and then of course sex to me is anything that makes you come 
Whatever that is. <laughs> if you come watching bitches rub balloons on their titties and lick them and stick them to walls and pop, that's sex. You having sex. <laughs> I'm done. If you come cutting coupons, that's sex. You, you better get you a Sunday paper, go to town, honey. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just my definition of sex. It's something that can be a group activity. It could be one-on-one. It could be, you know, a, a duo, a triple, triple, uh, a quad. It could be millions. It could be whatever. Ooh. Yeah. There is no limit to sex. In my definition, if you bust a nut, you had sex. <laughs> I literally cannot get the image of someone cutting out coupons and having an <laughs> orgasm out of my, out of my mind. <laughs> Oh my god. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Is that a 5% discount? Possibility. Oh god. That was like 20%. Oh my god. Is that all the yes? They have a They have an SECKS. Oh my god. Yes. Yes, now you go get a coupon book and see how I feel. Lord. Oh my god, I just want to try everything. God damn. <laughs> Leave no stone unturned, brother. Ain't it? Well, we are coming up to the end of the show, and I just remembered that I said I would say exactly what Sebastian's Adams is. Yeah, you thought you got away with it. I was Look. So um, I do have an OnlyFans. Uh, right now, there's a little bit of risque on there, but not a lot. It's not a, a place for porn because I already tell everybody if I'm going to do porn, it's going to be like very erotic. And plus, if I do something that is showing news, bitch, I'll paying for that shit. Uh, I'm not a news person and Sebastian Adams is a character for that kind of thing. So pay up. But it's ooh. also an avenue for me to... Um, kind of compartmentalize a lot of the things that i'm into uh, like, like i'm sorry I love, I love that you're putting your nose ring right now i love it but like uh <laughs> like there's like i have a very artistic side so some of my artwork i put on there uh, some of it you can find on slater's playhouse too so um it's like <clears throat> it's a way for me to express the things that I cannot often express in terms of like the professional side of things because you know people like to dig up dirt on people and it's not that I'm ashamed of it because trust me if you're going to pull up the dirt and show it to my family I'm just going to be like so why are you showing it to my family you weirdo like what the fuck I don't care some of them like change my, my diaper as a child huh like my grandma would be like that's right, baby. You break her back. You let her know who you <laughs> I'm proud of you. That, you you're special. That, well, wow, look at you. Upside down. Okay. Ain't it? Like, so I, I just like, have my that. My grandma uh, is always proud of me. I feel like she would just be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing that I'm using that space for, because I do have a Night Flirts account, but um, the another thing is I want to start this thing called Nightcaps where I either mm-hmm. read um, some bedtime stories for my audience or very sexual tales because apparently I have a very relaxing yet sexy voice. So let's go ahead oh. and what goes on with that. Yes. So if you want to hear some uh, wind whispering, some sense, because I'm a very, you know, sensual person. So of course I can close your eye, close your eyes. And just listen to me talk to you and get sexual in the in your ears because why not? 
So um, <laughs> that's pretty much what the Sebastian Adams thing is for. Ah. Oh, and um, the reason why I went Zadams is because I'm too delicious for Zaddy. So. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. There's that. Uh, any anything else? Any uh, last? Oh, yeah. Any last words before I close out the show? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't end it. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. So, uh, I appreciate you for coming on. I love you so much, Adrian. I that. <laughs> for the audience, thank y'all so much for, you know, following. If you haven't uh, subscribed yet, please do so. Like the show, share with your friends, comment on, uh, as comment wherever you want. I'm just going to promise you that I'm not going to see most of them if it's outside of YouTube, but I will try to find some of the comments to respond to y'all at some point in my life. But other than that, uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Holiloquy Podcast family. I love you all. You are special. And on that note, I'll see y'all next time. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x. L-I-L-O-Q-U-Y dot com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.